I mean, do we do we have condoms that say make erections great again? <laughs> Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to episode number 182 of the Unscripted Podcast. I am your co-host, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, the swag Santa of scarves, socks, and soft-shell jackets. <laughs> Love it. The one and only Kirby Hossum. And Kirby, how the Ohio are you doing? You know what? I'm doing well. Um, I, I, And we could address this later if you want, but one of the things that I've um, tried to to implement is to not complain about the cold and the weather and i'll be honest with you that has really been good for me um, good. it has helped my attitude about this winter so far and so i'm doing really well how about you doing great uh, you know just uh, i always think i'll be kind of coasting into the holiday season and it always seems like i'm not coasting into the holiday <laughs> season so i've been uh putting in a lot of hours but getting a lot of cool things done and and very excited about a lot of things but you know what else i'm excited about kirby what's that bill That'd be our good friends right here at Promo Corner. That's nice. right. Did you know 2020 is our 21st birthday, Kirby? I did not know that. So we're going to be celebrating in style by rolling out a great, great product for distributors called Promo Plus. So distributors, are you ready for an easy way to market your identity in 2020 that's cost effective? Well, of course you are. Yes. Let me introduce you to the new Promo Plus. Now, Promo Plus is the comprehensive collection of distributor tools that's uh, designed to help market your business at a fraction of the time and cost of doing it yourself so subscription to promo cost plus includes our promo direct email service which i'm telling you email is still the most cost-effective form of direct advertising mm. uh, it includes my promo pages which is the ability to create fully digital customized catalogs and deliver them right to your audience and inclusion in a dedicated website called Find a, B a PC, which means find a promotional consultant, which is targeted to end users. So if you're a subscriber on Promo Plus and an end user goes to that website and looks for a promotional consultant in their area, they're going to find you. So this is a lead generation tool. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and we're adding more features all the time, Kirby. So if you're going to be in Las Vegas at the PPAI Expo, why not schedule a free demo? going to take you 10 minutes. And you're going to receive a personal invitation in the form of a promotional product, of course, right? Right. To join us later in the day as we celebrate our 21st birthday by being legal for a free beer. Nice. You know I mean, I'm all about the free beer. Absolutely. Look, a free demo on how to grow your business and a free beer? That's what can win. be better? <laughs> you know my favorite kind of beer? Free. Free. <laughs> so if, if you're interested, I'll tell you, spots are filling up quickly. We've got all day oh, Tuesday, all day Wednesday. Spots are filling up quickly. So you can either email us directly at promoplus at promocorner.com or you can go straight direct to the sign-up genius we have and pick your slot and, and get ready to learn and get your free beer. It's signupgenius.com slash go slash PC. Very easy to get to. Love it. And we want to work with you guys to create the best 2020 possible. Okay. All right, Kirby, are you ready to broadcast at a hot chocolate level today? <laughs> that sounds delightful. Yes. I like the hot cocoa. Yeah. Okay. Hi, right, Kirby. Why don't you start us off? Okay, cool. So I was th I've been wanting to bring this up for a couple weeks now. Your birthday wasn't too terribly long ago. 
Um, and you, uh, one of the gifts that you got was a guitar, I think, right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. And so I was excited about that for you. And I think, am I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that um, you talked about getting guitar lessons, right? Correct. Okay. So one of the things I was thinking about with 2020 around the corner, first of all, like what are some experiences that you're sort of looking forward to and um, with the idea of guitar lessons? And then yeah. when does guitar, when do the guitar lessons start? Have they already started? Are they started next year? Yeah. So good, good question uh, because it's focused on me. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> so yeah. So I've started the lessons Ooh. online, online. Okay. So what I thought I would do is there's a really cool program through Fender and it teaches you basic chords, which I knew some of the basic chords. It's been years since I've picked up a guitar, but right. in my in my late teens and early twenties I I dabbled a little bit. So I know, you know, the typical three chords in the truth. Um, <laughs> but right now what I'm trying to do is get some calluses on my fingers, to yes. be quite honest with you. Um, so I, I do uh, subscribe to the, the Fender kind of teach yourself guitar. You know, there's so many uh, tools online that are available to do that. But I think I will do better once I have a set schedule. So I have scheduled um, my first set of guitar lessons. are going to take place um, the week after uh, Christmas. Nice. Um, and go every week uh, for about, I think it's a half hour every week. And it's just, I, it, to me, it's a muscle memory thing. Yeah. And, and look, I know I'm never going to get the tw- uh, the 10,000 hours someone needs to master the instrument. But I do want, I, I do look at it as a, as a stress reliever. So I'm looking forward to, I think you asked, what experiences am I looking forward to as it relates to that gift? Yeah. Um, the ability to first play a song the entire way through without stopping right. without screwing up yeah. after that i do like to sing i like to think i have a fairly decent voice so the next thing would be to learn how to kind of rewire my brain to be able to sing and play guitar at the same time mm. so so the first would be to uh, play a song all the way through the first time something simple and then sing that song as I play without having to look at the, uh, the the fretboard. So I'm looking forward to that and, and just looking forward to just going on the journey. Yeah. Uh, to me, this is one of those few things where there really is no destination for right. me on this. It really is about the journey. And so um, I, I make sure to pick that guitar up uh, every couple days and mm-hmm. I go into our spare bedroom so as not to assault anybody. <laughs> and, uh, and I just go kind of strum and start picking things out. And it's, it's, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Cool. Yeah. I, I, I just a couple things. Number one, I just admire that, you know, I think so many times we get to a point in our lives where we don't want to try new things because we're going to look stupid. And I admire uh, your willingness to try something new. And yeah, to well, put and yourself I don't out mind there. looking stupid. <laughs> yeah, but I I didn't mean it like that. I, I know. I'm just kidding. I, the idea that you know what finding something something joyful for joyful sake mm-hmm. is there's there's just so much value in that, and I think we rob ourselves of that sometimes because we're we're so afraid to look silly. And uh, so Agreed. I think kudos to you well, on that. Thank you. And it's one of those rare times where honestly, and this sounds weird, and and I'm pretty transparent. I think. Um, I'm doing something for me, yeah. quite honestly. This is for nobody else. This yeah. is for me. Um, I'm not looking to uh, stand in front of a group and play. I'm not looking to be known as some sort of uh, guitar virtuoso. I'm doing this absolutely 100% selfishly for me. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's cool. cool. And, and you know you know that I, I play a little bit of guitar. Yes. And it's funny, you mentioned the calluses thing. I uh, So my daughter just got back, right? 
Mm -hmm. from the cruise and obviously she was singing on the cruise and so I was like about a week before she got back I'm like I need to learn some songs that she actually knows I know a lot of songs you know that are sort of for me but Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to learn some some new stuff and I hadn't played a lot and man it is amazing how much you need the calluses on the fingers it is that is it hurts (laughs) it does genuinely hurt on an acoustic guitar yeah absolutely All right, Kirby let me bring it back to the promo world if that's okay okay I always look at December as a very strange month in our industry. Yes, I agree. Um, so I, I, I watch golf occasionally, and there's what's called, after the majors are over, there's something called the silly season. Okay. And it's where pros can play in Dubai and Abu Dhabi and all these places and just get a ton of money just for showing up. Mm. And they call it the silly season because you can make just a, a, just a, a, a ton of money. I look at our industry as December is the silly season because it seems like that's when everybody waits to make whatever announcement they want to make leading into the new year. I mean, we've had SNS acquiring Technosport Canada. Mm-hmm. We've had PCNA acquiring ETS. Yep. We've had BIC promoting Lori Bauer and Dave Saraceno. And again, all that's great and certainly deserved in, in, in uh, Lori Bauer and Dave Saraceno. I know both of them very well. Why does it always seem to happen in December? And I think we know the answer to that. But do you think it's a happenstance situation where people are trying to just kind of clean out the year? Or do you think this is a strategic move by companies to make sure these announcements are right when there's kind of a, you know, people are starting to wind down? I think yes is the answer. Yeah. I think I, I think that uh, part of it is happenstance because this is the time of year where it's like, oh, they're looking up and saying, okay, what's happening in 2020 and we need to fill this role or whatever. And then candidly, I think it's it has a lot to do with the ASI and the PPAI show that are coming up where a great percentage of the industry is, is going to be in one place and you're going to get a chance to see and promote and glad hand and shake hands uh, with a huge number of distributors, customers, all that sort of thing. And so for me, I always assume it has a lot to do with the idea of having that announcement come out before the expo and before ASI. And, and I agree. I think there's some merit to it. And, and you're going to see a couple more announcements. And then my, my guess is, if, if, my, if I can be uh, clairvoyant enough, I think you'll see some an announcement right before ASI Orlando. Okay. There's always one, either the, you know, the first day of that, and you'll see one at expo. Yeah, you know, big announcement, and they're usually the mergers, the acquisitions. Yeah. Right now, it's generally the people. Like I've seen a lot of promotions, people hiring new director of sales. I think there's one at Hub now, a new director of marketing, things like that. And, and you know, I when when I've been out of a job, right, and mm-hmm. so I know usually this time of year, looking for a job is very very difficult. Mm. I'm telling you, this is the best time of year to look for a job if you're in our industry. I mean, yeah. people are looking to make a splash. I've hired this person. We promoted that person. I just find it a very interesting thing how it's predictable. Yeah. I mean, it, it, and I guess that's my point. I agree with you. It's yes. It's 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 somewhat happenstance, but it's really to kind of build some momentum as you're going into the new year. Um, and so it's just very, to me, it's a very interesting very interesting uh, perspective on this. You know what else is interesting, Kirby? What's that, Bill? Oh, that would be our good friends over at Balt. Or Vault. We can call them Balt. <laughs> we can call them Vault. So last week, I forgot to mention them altogether. This week, I'm calling them the wrong name. Let's try that again, Kirby, and not edit this podcast. Okay. Hey, Kirby, you know what else is awesome? What's that, Bill? That would be our good friends at Vault Promotions. <laughs> 
Now, I don't know if you're familiar with Vault Kirby. No, but they are really known for that badge release program. They, they love badges. They live badges. They breathe badges. They produce badges. They sell badges. They deliver badges. They stand behind their badges, Kirby. They make selling badges easy and profitable. Flexible. You can get them one badge at a time. It's fast. 24 to 48 hour turnaround and it's affordable. And what they offer is that customized, branded, user-friendly website. And so it's going to integrate with your existing web store program, and it's very, very easy for the end user client to go in after they purchase their stock of badges and order the onesies, twosies that they need to get to their new employees. So they are badge nerds. So if you want to learn more about that, and gosh darn it, why wouldn't you? Head over to badgesmakemecrazy.com, and they'll show you how it won't make you crazy, but it will make you money. Yeah. Kirby, do you have another topic for us? Yeah, so... Um, I want to talk about social media and uh, one of the places where I think we've had conversations about um, over the last however many years we've been doing this, where I feel like it evolves. Like we've had the conversation about what is our favorite social media platform at the moment, right? Um, And one of the ones that I really do enjoy and I feel like the engagement has gone through the roof in is, is LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, for me right now, not only is it, you know, I've, um, because you and I both, we create content, you know, LinkedIn's a great content sort of delivery vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's also, I found people are engaging much more than they have in the past, which I think is cool. Boy, but one of the things that I've seen really ramp up is, you know, like you'll get an uh, invitation to connect, uh, from somebody and, like when you, or I don't know if you've had this experience, but uh, I literally hover over the accept button. Okay, do I want to? You know, obviously you're basing it on who, mm-hmm. who you know that is connected to them. You read a little bit about them or whatever. But it's like literally I hit connect and then I like hold my breath for like the next two minutes to see if they immediately spam me. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, now that we're connected, can you buy from me immediately? Have you seen an increase in that? Because, I mean, I'm getting three, four a day where it's like if I accept, immediately I start getting inbox messages. Yeah. I, so, yeah. Um, I have a love-hate relationship with LinkedIn, 97.6% hate. Okay. Um, I really don't like the platform. Okay. Um, I want to. I mean, yep. I, I really want to. But it, it uh, boy, you talk about a company that feels like a rudderless ship. Mm. They, they keep trying to feel, I feel, it feels like they keep wanting to be a professional Facebook. Right. Um, we added like buttons and love buttons and this and that, and it gets it got a little cheeky and all that. And honestly, I think, it, to me, it has no real um, uh, identity, mm. for lack of a better term. I think it's important, obviously, from a professional perspective. But, yeah, like you, I get four or five three, four, five a day of people who are um, either from overseas or they have. we have one mutual connection because some idiot said accepted their friendship or whatever. Right. And it's not – or their connection, I should say. Like that, that's the technical term on LinkedIn, right, connection? Yep. But, like, yeah, and I get an e- – uh, you know, I'll, every once in a while I'll be like, okay, and I'll hit – connect it's like thank you so much for connecting i'd love to sit down with you and spend four hours of your day (laughs) tell you how i'm going to radically change not only your life but your business and your worldview yeah and so it makes me very reluctant to accept so i have a very simple policy okay if i don't know you or we don't have a bunch of connections in common 
no dice. Yeah. So I mean, it, it, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. And, it's, and, it, and, and you know, it's kind of the wild west. And I get that. It's kind of the right now the uh, kind of an unproven playing field. So it's a very level playing field because it's unproven. So people are trying to use LinkedIn. We're trying to figure out LinkedIn from a corp company perspective, and it's not easy. Yeah, and at the, the end of the day, it goes back to, you know, you and I have talked about it a million times. It's like you build that relationship, you give first, whatever, before you go for the sale. It is fascinating how, how man, immediately, and it's, it's always funny to me because it's people who are telling me that they can get me leads, and yeah. I'm like, clearly, you don't. Is this how you get me leads? Because this would be obnoxious. I don't want you representing me in this way. Right. So I, I don't know. It just seems like a trend right now that I'm noticing is. that is not a good one. No, it's not. And, yeah. and it, it, it spoils the experience, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's, it's, you know, we talk about permission-based marketing. Just accepting a connection does not give you the permission to shit in my inbox. Yeah. <laughs> that right there is great business advice. But it, it, is it right? I mean, yeah. am I wrong here? No, I, I actually just wanted to let that simmer because yeah. that was exactly right. That's right, exactly it me, right. It drives me bananas. Yeah, cool. All right, Kirby. So I, I, as you know, we're heading into an election year. 2020 mm-hmm. is an election year. And I know that you've probably seen President Trump is merching so hard. He mm. is merchandising so hard. He's got a Merry Christmas, like an ugly sweater. It says, Keep America Great. He's got a Keep America Great um, blown glass ball cap you can hang on your tree okay my favorite is the wrapping paper that shows donald trump's face with a santa hat on it i just think that's funny (laughs) biden is doing it he's not gonna be outdone he's got a jojo joe a holiday uh, sweatshirt uh themed thing yeah okay bernie bernie sanders has a really great toque uh for all our canadian friends up there yeah okay Kirby, is this a great opportunity for promotional distributors out there, or is it the commercialization of democracy? Go. Oh, I think it's a great opportunity. It's both, but it's a great opportunity for uh, distributors out there. Um, I it, like. I'm to me, this is kind of similar to like I'm the kind of person who would never, or it's just not my in my nature to wear like a um, a football jersey with someone else's name on it. I would never wear a hoodie with Donald Trump's face on it. Or Joe Biden's. This isn't a political thing. Right. Um, but that being said, clearly uh, there are a number of people who disagree with me from a philosophical perspective. They would totally do that. So um, I think it's an opportunity not only to for a distributor, but it's an opportunity for people to show their allegiances um, or their biases. You can choose the way you want to lean on that one. But uh, no, I think it's a it's a great opportunity. But yeah, of course it's commercializing democracy yeah but that's not new (laughs) no i actually happen to agree with you um so i would never wear i don't care where i lean politically and that's not important but i wouldn't wear my candidate's name on a sweatshirt unless they're related to me yeah (laughs) um as far as the commercialization i do think there's a fine line there um and i don't know where it's at um, and I'm sure I'll be unpopular. Everything I say these days seems to be unpopular, whether it's swag or whatever. Um, but what, what I think, it, there's a fine line of, I'm sorry, I'm all for a sweatshirt and a bumper sticker and hats and, and signage and things like that. I think that's important. I think promotional products, promotional marketing plays a very important role in getting those messages out for political candidates. Yeah. That being said, I don't want wrapping paper with my candidate's head on it. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit something. But I, I, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. what, I, you know, 
<laughs> I was thinking of this. This was this is my contri- this is my contribution to society this week. Are you ready? Right. I mean, do we do we have condoms that say make erections great again? <laughs> I, I don't know, right? <laughs> Where does the line stop? Because it, it before that. <laughs> yeah. I mean I, I look at I look at, you know, we want to we don't we shouldn't put our elected officials on a pedestal. However, we do hold them to a higher standard, right? I, I always look at, and I was raised this way, I look at our elected f- officials as hopefully representing the best of us. Right. And I'm, again, I'm not going to get in the current political climate on this. So when I, when, I, but when I look at some of the promotional products, and it's widespread, whether it's Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders or Donald Trump or whomever, some of the products – they really need to take a look at and say, I don't want my name on that. Right. And it's not because it's a bad promotional product. It's a bad promotional product for that specific usage. Right. Right? You wouldn't sell shot glasses to Alcoholics Anonymous. Right. So I do think there's a fine line there, and I think there needs to be a little more – a little more thought behind some of the products as opposed to just, hey, that's funny. Let's throw it out there. Yeah. And, and but I would say that, again, it comes back to the idea that, um, you know, continuing to bang the drum that what we do has so much value that the advertising is advertising people are willing to pay for. They're willing uh, to buy. And I agree. Th- th- I think that speaks well of our industry. And very, but I'm very, fairly biased. Yeah, very, <laughs> no, very much so. No, I, I love the usage in our industry and yeah. I love the creative uses usage in our industry. Yeah. I do think there's a line there where it's like, gosh, it just feels cheap and sh- and schlocky. Yeah, right. No, I'm with you. All right, I'm with you. Got another topic? I do. Uh, so I had an interesting experience recently, and I'll make it quick. Uh, we had a client that um, you know we did some logo work for, and um, they. Long story short, they they wanted us to email them the the logo, mm-hmm. um, and they wanted it because they wanted to order. Uh, promo from somebody else. Okay. And, and they told us that. And I'm like, yeah, sure. But I was literally on the road. Um, right. And so I wasn't at my desk to send it to them. And when I um, hand delivered the stuff and, and uh, sent it to them, they said, well, you know, we thought you were holding us hostage so that we had Whoa. to deliver it from you or order it from you. And I was yeah. like, that that, is, that feels dangerously close to questioning my integrity. <laughs> yeah, absolutely it does. And so I said, look, here is everything you'd need. I would never want to hold you hostage. And so almost immediately they wrote back and were like, hey, can you do this? And can you do this? And can you do this? I'm like, have you had that experience where someone literally questions your integrity and then immediately is like, oh, and can you do me a favor? Yeah, I, I think we've all been there, especially in our industry, right? Yeah. I mean – and, you know, first of all, a little bit of a thumbs up for them, at least being straight up with you. Yeah. I mean, you have to give them some credit for that. Whether, whether and, I, I, and I know you well, and, and I would never question your integrity. So I'm going to go ahead and fall on the side of they're wrong. Okay. Well, thanks. So let me say that. But, you know, we, we are in a weird industry where people will question your integrity. And they'll want and, – and even more than that, I think what happens more frequently is they want free work out of you. Right. It's exactly. And ironically, by the way, this is so I've told you my rule about this, right? Yeah. That where I either do it for free or it's full price. Yes. This was a moment where I broke that rule. We did it at a discount and I've been pissed about it ever since. Yeah. Well, that's. that's And that's exactly what what I I, I made that mistake. Well, and I hope you went to go complain to the guy in the mirror. Yes. That. Oh, I 100% was annoyed with myself. We, we all do that. You know, yeah. we all make compromises at times and kick ourselves later for it. I, I think, you know, 
when it comes to doing free work, it's it's a very fine line because sometimes you want to do free work. It's kind of like a, a drug deal. I'll give you a little taste, and it's so good you're going <laughs> to yeah, pay right. for it next time. Um, it sounds like you have, you know, again, not knowing your client, but it sounds like they were bordering, if not stepping on being disrespectful, again, mm-hmm. questioning your integrity. You should never question anyone's integrity unless you have exact proof of it. Right. right? Yeah. Well, anyway, cool. Well, it's a good, 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 uh, good topic. All right, Kirby, I think we're at the time of this podcast where we're going to talk about the promo person of the week. I'm excited. Dedicated to highlight that one person, the promo industry, age, gender, affiliation, doesn't matter. It's the one person who's grabbing our attention, making us sit up and take notice, or even sit down and take notice. Could be either one. It's my week Love this it. week, Kirby. Are you, are you ready? I am ready. My promo person of the week is the lovely and talented Amy Rabideau. And if you don't know Amy Rabideau, I'm going to introduce you to her right now. She um, is on the PPAI uh, board. She is the RAC board liaison. So um, she is on the RAC board, the Regional Association Council board, and then is our liaison to the RAC, to the PPAI board. So she has she sits on the PPAI board as the voice for the regional associations. Nice. She is incredibly intelligent incredibly caring and one of the things i love about amy is she's extraordinarily thoughtful she'll you'll have a conversation with her and at first it's a little i don't want to say unsettling but it's a little awkward because you'll say something to her and it's like a two or three or four second delay before she responds and you're like did you hear me are we talking here <laughs> but what you realize very quickly is she's processing what you ask, you, you you're, you're talking about and she's going to respond in a thoughtful direct manner and i love that and so one of the things she's doing right now is she's actually heading up the regional strategic foresight committee which is being formed to kind of help address some of the challenges the regional associations are facing and that's a pretty big task and she has done such a fantastic job leading that i've been on the task force to kind of help form that committee and just you talk about someone being impressed with someone in the way they carry themselves. So for me this week, Amy Rabadou from Summit Marketing Group, just fantastic. Amy Rabadou. I absolutely love this. And, and, and the reality of it is I think once you start to serve in any capacity when it comes to regionals or in any other part of the industry, you realize how much work uh, the people who are serving put in. Right. Like I certainly w- – was empathetic to it and I thought thought that I understood it but then the moment you get on one of these regionals or mm-hmm. go to an LDW and spend time with these folks you realize the passion that they have for the industry yep. and that is so so good good choice awesome awesome cool now Kirby it's time for the best ever now this is the second to last best ever for the year I don't know what your theme is I'm ready though. I, I'm ready for you to draw. Um, you're not. No matter what you do, you're not drawing me off size. I'm going to respond in a measured, calm, responsible manner. Okay, cool. So I I am excited about this one. I I went back and forth about what I was going to do because the one was absolutely designed to draw you off sides, and then the other one is not. W- wouldn't happen. Yeah, wouldn't happen today. Of course, it would not happen if nope. I asked you best holiday movie. Not at but, all. But but I'm not going to go best holiday movie. I'm going best sports-themed movie ever. Oh, boy, that's easy. Okay. That is, boy, you should have just asked me what's the greatest American rock band. I mean, that's how easy this question is. Okay. The best sports-themed movie, without a question, Brian's Song. Mm, that's a and good if one. Not, if you're not familiar with that movie, 
It is the one movie that will bring just about every grown man to tears. Yeah. And it is about a football player by the name of Brian Piccolo, who um, I think played his college ball at Wake Forest, was drafted by the Chicago Bears in the 60s, -hmm. and was instrumental in actually integrating – uh, the Chicago Bears team. He made the suggestion to the the coach at the time, which was George Hallis, mm-hmm. that they room they assigned roommates because they still had roommates back then. Mm-hmm. They assigned roommates by position, which meant he roomed with Gale Sayers, the great Gale Sayers, Hall of yeah. Fame Gale Sayers. Yeah. Well, Brian Piccolo uh, unfortunately had uh, suffered from cancer and died. I believe he was twenty nine, and he and Gale Sayers formed such a close relationship forging past all the racial bullshit of the 60s mm. um and it is just a it is a movie that it, it, it immediately arrests me if i if it's on if i find it the the, the song the music is perfect um I, to me it's brian's song without wow. a doubt well boy i absolutely love your answer on that it's super passionate uh and uh super thoughtful so well done my well, friend what's yours so it's going to talk about the difference in our personalities, I think. Uh, so what, one of the things I would say is there are some amazing sports movies. Like mm-hmm. um, certainly Brian's Song is one that's emotional. You know, the Rocky movies are mm-hmm. will fire you up. There's Hoosiers. There's lots. Bull Durham is my favorite sports movie, which is, uh, like I said, it's actually in my top five favorite movies of all time. I mm-hmm. absolutely love the writing, the uh, acting, and I just think some of the best lines – in any it's a movie. Great movie, yeah, uh, and uh, one of the—it's actually one of the movies that I always say that there there are very few movies that I think you can't see in an edited version. A good movie, you can take out all the curse words and the the edited stuff, and it's still good. Bull Durham is so much better with the R-rated version, just because yeah. some of the best lines are uh, colorful. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, Bull Durham is is my favorite sports movie ever. Well, Kirby, that's a great answer. You're certainly no lollygagger. And you know who else doesn't <laughs> lollygag, Kirby? Who's that, Bill? That'd be the good Strongs over here at Promo Corner. That's yes. right. We're celebrating our 21st birthday. And you know what? Gosh darn it, you're invited. Distributor, Distributors! Come to our booth, 5811 at PPAI Expo, to learn an easy and cost-effective way to market your identity in 2020. We'd love the opportunity to show you a demo and then invite you back later in the day to join us for a free beer. Free beer! Free beer. Toast us as we celebrate our year of turning 21. We're finally legal. You want to sign up for one of those free demos in Vegas? Go ahead and head over to signupgenius.com slash go slash PC, or you can just email us directly at promoplus at promocorner.com, and we'll get you we'll get you going. Really look forward uh, to seeing everybody there. Kirby, enjoyed podcasting with you uh, this week at, a, at that hot chocolate level. I believe we hit it. I think we might have even put a few little mini marshmallows in that sucker. <laughs> I think you did, yeah. All right. Have a good Christmas, Kirby. You too. Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.